Awesome. All right. Hey, can I just hear a big shout out of I Am Limitless? I am. I am Limitless. Awesome. And Kara, thank you for being on the line. Looks like we got you moderating. Yep. Yep. I'm on here. So. Awesome. Awesome. Well, everyone, I'm I'm so excited that Kara and I are talking today about Law of the Harvest. And uh, before we jump into any everything here. Um, th- th- this series has been so awesome to, for me to take time and to do something I'm super excited about. And, uh, you know, I got another really important special guest mentor leader here with us. Can everyone say hi to Mr. Stephen Michael Miller? What's happening, everybody? Hey, Stephen. Hey. Hey, Stephen. So, so super excited about this week and everything we got going on. Tons of exciting stuff. Couple, couple things for you guys to be aware of. The first one is Tuesday, tomorrow, we are starting all new training with a whole new approach for our leaders. We call it Mentor Me for Ambassadors. Every Tuesday, 4 p.m. at the Stromberg office, if you live locally, you want to get here and be here. What we're going to be doing this week is we're going to be opening up with having our leaders lead and guide us through a really powerful, limitless process. And it's to extract the amazing leader that's inside of you. And after we've done that, then we're going to dive into the blueprint that we introduced last week, essentially showing you how you can get into these higher level of mentoring programs and manifest them without necessarily money. And um, super excited about this new focus. You're all invited to be a part of that very special training meeting. So come uh, to the Stromberg office, 522 West 800 North, I shouldn't give you these addresses, but look for it on the Facebook page. Um, we got that coming on, and then already we've got things in the works planning for uh, this upcoming Limitless next month. It's February 23rd, 24th, 25th. We've got new, new speakers and leaders hitting the stage, and um, so many exciting things happening. Um, I want to give you a thought before we jump into the training. It's small, short, and simple. How often are you doing breakthroughs on your own because at Limitless we talk so much about the importance of how we alter our perception and essentially hone our perception like magnets to produce and reveal purpose in who we are and our, the higher life that's available to all of us some of us only experience these things when we come to Limitless, but I'm inviting you to challenge yourself. You're capable of stepping into breakthrough on your own as well. And when all of us are doing that, that is when we're growing, that is when we're learning, and that is where we have the chance to be powerfully present. And that's what what a lot of today's law has to do with. Um, Carol, why don't we jump on into it? We're talking about the nine laws of conscious creation, and today we are on the sixth law. We're talking about law of the harvest. Why don't you go ahead and kick this, uh, kick this law off for us, Kara? Sure. Thanks, Chris. Um, first of all, it's such an honor to be able to be on this call with Chris this morning. Um, anytime I have an opportunity to, to mentor beside him, it's just a huge privilege and honor. This particular law is... is um, near and dear to my heart, I actually grew up in a really large family. I'm 12 out of 13 kids, and we basically lived off the land. So I got to learn the law of the harvest every day um, we were in the garden. So I spent a lot of time um, 
working in the garden from ever since I could walk until <laughs> I left home. And, and so I got to see firsthand what this means. It's basically the idea that what you reap is what you sow. When you put a seed in the ground and you nurture it, each seed is uh, like a, a cucumber seed always produces a cucumber. An apple seed always produces an apple, right? And so everything is created And if the seed you plant is good and you water it and you nurture it and you, and you feed it the right the food, the sun and the soil, it grows and it produces fruit. And so today we're going to talk about that in context with our belief system and our belief. Sorry, Kara, I was just muting everyone out. I, I, was, I was picking up a couple of extra sounds. Yeah, that's okay. Sorry. So, so yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about today. And, and uh, it's interesting because I've been, I've been actually um, being reminded of this law very intimately this week um, as I've been really digging heavily into belief breakthrough on a whole new level for myself and uh, realizing um, that oftentimes we will, you know, we'll plant a new seed and then after a while we start to to realize that, oh, you know, something, it's not growing. <laughs> Why isn't it growing? <clears throat> and, uh, and so some, what I realized in my life, specifically in um, some fruits that I'm trying to, to create in my physical body, I've already created um, some really beautiful fruits in my body journey and my health journey. Um, but there were still some kind of lingering things there that, um, I wasn't seeing, there's certain seeds I had planted that I wasn't seeing the fruits and I was starting to get impatient with that. And, and <clears throat> so what I would like to, um, Chris, I don't know if now's the time, um, maybe you want to kind of jump in first and just kind of um, explore this before I go into this. Well, yeah, and I'd love to do that process. Um, I just want to get real clear with everyone on this law to harvest. Um, Kara said it well. Our life is like a garden. We do reap what we sow. And here's what it really means. It means that the words that we speak and that the thoughts that we think and the choices we make, they are the seeds for all of our future creations. So everything, all the results that currently show up in your life, these are the fruits that grow from our beliefs, and they're the choices we make from those beliefs. And the only way we can alter ultimately our results is by altering our beliefs. And it's this roots and fruits conversation. And yeah, Kara, let's, let's dive on in and create an experience with everyone here. Awesome. Um, something I want to share with everybody today that I felt inspired was um, the importance of nurturing a seed. So in context of a garden, you know, when you go and you plant a seed, there's some basic principles that need to be put into place in order for that seed to grow, right? So you need sun, you need water, you need the, there needs to be adequate soil that's, that's not solid as a rock. Like it ha the soil needs to be loose and there needs to be nutrients in the soil. So sometimes you supplement um, the nutrients in the soil if, if your soil is lacking where you want to plant. And so when you plant that seed and you give it a really good start, and that's where belief breakthrough comes in. When we do belief breakthrough, we're pulling out the weeds, we're preparing the soil, and then we're planting a new seed. 
But then what we get to do at that point is the importance of nurturing that seed. How do we nurture that seed? How do we, how do we support that seed through the gestational period that it takes for that seed to grow into a plant and produce fruit? And so uh, science actually tells us that um, in order to um, – we're actually creating new neural pathways in the brain, right? We're reprogramming the brain. And science tells us that it takes 21 days for um, a new neural pathway to form and 90 days for it to become a primary pathway. So once you plant that new seed with belief breakthrough, you get to find ways to nourish that seed every single day. And one way I like to do that, Chris, is, um, is just honestly through my manifesto. Um, when Those of you that have been to Limitless and you've attended and you've um, participated in the Power Hour, oftentimes those teaching the Power Hour share their manifesto. And a manifesto for me is a recorded version of my voice speaking the words of life that I know I want to hear, reminding myself and speaking those words, uh, those seeds that I've been planting um, in every aspect of my life, those new beliefs that I want to take hold in my heart and in my mind in order to produce the results that I want eventually. And so I, I, every single morning, actually twice a day, I listen to my manifesto and I, and I just repeat those beliefs over and over and over again. And every time um, a weed grows up, sometimes in our garden we've got these little weeds that come up, and that's evidence that there's still pieces of those, those bad seeds that have been planted in our garden. And we get to regularly do belief breakthrough every day. This is so important, you guys. I can't tell you enough. And Chris has been reminding us a lot on Facebook recently. Are you doing your belief breakthrough? Belief breakthrough is that daily weeding of the garden pulling out any remnants of those seeds every day in order to hold space for those new seeds that you are planting. Yep. Um, go ahead, Chris. So I want to jump in here and, and share a thought here because everything Kara's telling you is true. Now what I want to do is I want to supercharge it by giving you some advanced training on how you do this in real time. Because just for a moment, think about the law of the harvest it's more like karma. Uh, in Buddhism, the law of harvest essentially is karma. And karma is this universal law of cause and effect. And it means that the violation behind each action which produces favorable or unfavorable results in the future. So Jack Cornfield wrote this book talking about the teachings of Buddhism. It's called A Path with Heart. And he says, karma means that nothing arises by itself. So it's this idea that nothing in your life is a coincidence. It's all there for a reason. Every experience is conditioned by that which precedes it. So to understand how this works with karmic patterns in our life, we've got to see that karma has two distinct aspects, he says, that which is the rest of our past and the karma which our present, respons our present responses are creating for our future. We receive the results of past action, this we cannot change. But as we respond in the present, we also create new karma. We sow the karmic seeds for new results. Here's how you do this, my friends, on a daily basis. How many of you have started to become aware of your self-talk? Right? It's this phrase that means that we have this dialogue and commentary happening in our head everywhere we go. Uh, we might we, we see someone do something stupid and all of a sudden there's just this thought, well, that was really dumb. 
And then all of a sudden we see someone jaywalk and we become judgmental, lawbreaker. You know, and then we see someone do something really nice and, and we have this thought, wow, that was really kind. Okay, you've got this dialogue uh, following you along everywhere you go. I'm inviting you to do something that requires some consciousness, which is I want you to install a filter. Now, this weekend I was having fun taking, my, um, taking this elk skull, and I've been doing all this research this month on figuring out how to paint it a brilliant gold, put a great varnish on it. And so I, I, I got myself a compressor and an airbrush, and uh, when you're done with the paints, you know, paint is pretty toxic. You've got to have a safe and a clean way of getting it outside of your airbrush. So I bought this little contraption that has a filter on it. And essentially, I spray all the paint into it, and it forces all this air out. But all the fumes have to go through a filter so that the whole house doesn't get, get uh, you know, filled with all of these noxious fumes. Well, a filter is what we get to have for the self-talk we have in our life because our self-talk is actually sowing the karmic seeds of our future. How does that, how does that, how do we, what do we really do with that? Well, you know, Kara, do you remember when you and I were going to the gym together sometime this last year and, and um, I was, uh, guys, I was picking on Kara a little bit because we were having these dialogues, going through some breakthroughs and then I just started nitpicking all your all your words to pieces just to bring to light what are you speaking into creation. Do you remember that, Kara? Oh, I remember it like it was yesterday. And, and what was fascinating to me about that, Chris, is it was so unconscious. Like I had no idea that those words were coming out of my mouth. Like I was so unconscious about it. And that's when we talked about being unconscious reactor. I was really in that space where, I mean, I definitely felt that slap in the face of like of truth. You know, when you were giving me that feedback, I was like, no, I'm not. You know, that, that was my initial reaction. I was like, I'm not saying that. And I was, <laughs> I was, and I realized like how toxic my, my words were. And Chris, when, when I realized how toxic, the things that actually make it out of my mouth is such a small percentage to what's actually running in my head, right? Yep. So that was fascinating I'm, to me. And I'm going to invite everyone to think right now. When life gets hard, what do you start saying? You've got these catchphrases that you use in your life. I met someone the other day that when they go through something really hard, they say, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm being destroyed. Okay? This, this filter, what it says is repeat everything you say a second time and just make sure that's something you actually want to be sowing seeds on. So just pause for a moment. That's destroying me. And I looked at him and I said, are you, are you aware of what you're saying? You are, you are using this incredible language, this gift of God, and, and you're sabotaging your life by abusing yourself. And I said, where are you destroyed in your life? He says, well, I, both of my hands are in braces. I've got this carpal tunnel thing going on, and the doctors don't understand because I'm a young man. It's like, well, is there any chance that that there is partially a byproduct of walking around and when things get hard saying, I'm destroyed? You know, we were talking about his health patterns or his insulin needs with his type 2 diabetes or his sleep patterns. You know, if you want to speak words like, oh, I'm being destroyed, you know, um, or think of some of the other phrases that you hear. Kara, think for a moment because you, as one of our certified mentors, you, you work with a lot of people. You've, you've got a beautiful mentoring practice. A lot of people seek you out. What are some of the things that you hear people self-talk 
just saying on a on just a regular basis, what are some of those phrases? <laughs> well, they definitely go in the the category of superlatives. You know, the all or nothings. Um, I I hear that the it's this is killing me a lot, or. Um, I, I'm starving to death, or you know, everything <laughs> yeah. is an extreme, right? And, I'm, and hang, I I'm hangry. Really? Yeah, really. Are, are you really starving? Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I do that too sometimes. I, if I don't eat for three <laughs> hours, I start telling everyone I'm starving. <laughs> yes, yes, I hear it, and, and it's really just kind of a. I, I kind of call it a plague, Chris. And um, a plague is, to me, is one of those things that, that feels like it's so uh, unstoppable, you know. It's just so rampant, um, and, and much of it is so unconscious. So I'm inviting everyone to just start thinking for a moment about this phrase that you've probably heard before. Watch your words, watch your thoughts, and watch your deeds. And no one else right here on this planet is is here to judge you, but I'm inviting you to become the judge of your own thoughts and your own words. And if you had to take a crayon and draw a picture of the words you're saying and try to connect them to what you'd expect to have happen in your life, what are you sowing? And what kinds of seeds are you sowing? You know, and it's not just what kind of seeds in positive and negative. You said something else, Kara, that's very, very smart. You talked about the difference between an apple seed or a cucumber seed. And to all of you, um, I was sitting down with a man uh, over the weekend. He had uh, invested into our limitless real estate community. And on, our, and on our Limitless Real Estate community, what was really interesting for me is he just told me, he said, well, I'm not trying to become a millionaire or anything. And, 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 he, was, and he was sharing with me because he wasn't really happy about, you know, he actually had joined the program. He already bought his first house. He was working on his second house. But this negative self-talk was come up, and one of the things that came out, and I hear this from time to time, is, well, I don't want to be a millionaire. I'm like, okay, well, let's just pause and evaluate that for a moment. Do you know that if you have a million dollars at retirement and give them to a hedge fund that you're going to get about $3,000 a month, does that million all of a sudden really feel like a whole lot of money when the residual off of it is maybe $3,000? A million dollars in real estate will kick you off closer to maybe like $8,000 a month. But friends, a million dollars is not a lot of money. Do you really want to go around? What are you really trying to say when you're telling people, I don't want to be a millionaire? And by the way, I also spent a bunch of money to join a program designed to help me make money. But I don't want to be a millionaire. And so I'm sowing one seed that says, please help me get better off. And at the same time, out of the other side of my mouth, I sow a very similar looking seed. But this one says, don't succeed. Don't be prosperous or don't make too much. So those two ideas, they really cancel each other out. In fact, you could, you could be thinking all sorts of real positive thoughts, but just throw a couple of other seeds in the ground that grow up as tares that choke out all of the, all of the results that you're trying to produce. So, Kara, do we want to do this breakthrough with everybody? Yeah, let's do it. All right, I'm going to look for someone to join the line. Kara, can you, um, can you uh, as the moderator, can you go ahead and just kind of unmute the lines? Uh, not unmute the lines, sorry. Uh, put people in the queue. Um, you know, Chris, I'm not really sure how to do that, but, oh, Q&A, I see it. Rock in. Um, so what we're looking for is someone that 
on the line here that wants to produce a very different result in their life. And I'm talking about not small different, not medium different. Um, I want to get someone on the line that really feels like you've got a big goal, a massive goal, something that is really important to you. And, and if you feel like you're willing to be a little vulnerable and hop on with us, I'm going to invite you to hit star six, and that's going to put you inside the queue uh, where we can get you, find out who you are and get you unmuted. And we'll just take 30 seconds. And I've got Stephen Miller right here. He's, uh, he's got the queue opened up as well. He's, he's kind of checking for us. Um, We'll just, okay, we got someone that came in. We're looking for uh, phone number ending in 0792. Who do we got? Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm so glad that you hopped on. It's like Christmas present. I don't know who's going to come on, but I'm just so excited you did. Thank you. All right. So tell us, what's this really big goal that you're working on manifesting right now? Well, I joined the real estate program, and um, I've been in the process of manifesting the money, and I keep um, creating um, – I keep screwing it up and creating confusion, and I'm not moving forward with it. Yeah, this is so perfect. I can't wait till the next real estate community meeting because I totally want to sit down with you on this, but the first thing I want to do is – I think it's so perfect how you came on because for everyone that's listening, just listen to the seeds that Mel Melissa is sowing in her life. Melissa just told us that she is creating confusion and that she is screwing it up and that she is not moving forward. Now, Melissa, you're trying to produce a result, but because the result hasn't come about yet, your reflection is screwing it up and not moving forward. Yeah, so just all for, I feel like I've done is create debt where we didn't have debt before. Yeah. And what's that feel like for you? I feel like I'm failing my family. Yeah. And when you feel like you're failing your family, what comes next? I actually have been in hiding. I'm, I'm avoiding and I'm hiding and I'm not facing things. Yeah. And then when you hide, then what happens? It just gets worse. And how does it get worse? Um, well, the self-talk gets more negative. Um, the taking care of myself goes downhill. Um, being a part Ooh, of tell me family. about that. How do you how do you how do you mistreat yourself? <sighs> well, I I find myself doing things to not have to deal with reality, whether it's you know um, watching TV or playing on my computer or just not trying to be present. Yeah. And just notice, notice how that festers inside your soul. Notice the energy that's there. And oh. the, the crazy thing is you don't want to feel that way at all, do you? No. I, so, just don't, I haven't been able to figure out how to get out of it. And awesome. I, I have been doing some breakthroughs. But, and I tell myself I'm going to do these things. And then when the day comes for that I've made a commitment to – just do something, I'm still not doing much. Sometimes I do a little, but I'm not doing much, and I'm not changing things. So what I'm going to do here is, first of all, I mean, that's me giving you a big round of applause for your courage yeah. to hop on and say, hey, I, I need to stop hiding and I need to look at this. And there's 
just even in that, Melissa, I'm deeply inspired, and I hope everyone else on the line is really taking note of this incredible courage that you have and that we can all have to face what's not working. Now, what I'm going to invite Kara to do is I'm going to invite Kara to take you through a, a breakthrough here specifically on this idea of not moving forward when you know what needs to do, this idea that you're screwing it all up and hiding. Kara, are you there? I'm here. I'm all right, here. let's help Melissa have a good one. All right, awesome, Melissa. So you actually identified several beliefs there that are, that are all connected to each other, and, and the desire here is just to actually get to that core belief. So as you hear yourself say these thoughts that, that I keep screwing it up, I'm not moving forward, um, I heard yourself sabotaging by doing things that distract you, um, what is the number one limiting belief that's really coming up for you in this moment? That I can't do it? That I can't do it. How does that feel? Not good. Okay. A little overwhelming. And overwhelming, yeah. What's the first memory that comes up for you when you think that thought? I can't do it. Trust the first thing that comes to mind. Breaking leaves in my yard as a child growing up. Raking leaves in your yard as a child. How old were you about? I'm sorry, what was that? How old were you approximately? <sighs> Probably eight. Eight years old, raking leaves in your yard. And as you're raking those leaves, really connect with that moment. You're raking those leaves, and, and what kind of thoughts are coming to your mind? How, what emotions are connected to that moment? That it's a never-ending job and I'll never get it done because the yard is big, the leaves keep falling, and I don't do it well enough. Um, my, brothers, my brother and my sister and I have to keep going out and working on it because what we did was never good enough. So what we do is never good enough. Is that the decision you made in that moment? What exactly yeah. did you decide? Say it in your own words. That no matter how hard I try or how hard I work, that I can't ever get the job done because one... I never do it well enough, and I have to keep going back and redoing it. <laughs> That's a powerful belief. No matter how hard I try, I will never get it done. That's a powerful seed that was planted in your eight-year-old brain. And remember, our, our child brains are underdeveloped, right? Yeah. Our ability to, our perceptions can can really create a really powerful neural pathway in the brain, you've planted a seed at eight years old that no matter what you do, you can't get it done. And now how is it showing up in your life, Melissa? I don't do things unless I know I can be successful at them. I don't try new things. So what, is, what, is, what are you not doing that you want to be doing? 
I want to have money to do the things with my family that I want to do. I don't want to have to go back and get a job. I, I manifested myself being out of a job in November, mm-hmm. and I know I did that. But so you're, you're manifesting the money, yeah, to replace that. Sure. So, so it's showing up financially. How yeah. it's showing up in your relationships. You're you're not doing the things that you want to do to to create those connections with your family members. How is it showing up in your health, Melissa? <laughs> it's um, showing up in not good food choices. It's showing up in sitting on the couch. It's showing up. Um, I was sick for all of December and most of January. Yeah. And so if you're sick physically, how does that affect your ability to work? It gives me a justifiable excuse as to why I don't have to produce anything. Isn't that fascinating? Mm-hmm. Melissa, are you ready to shift? Do you yes. want to continue paying this cost? No. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. All right. What's a new belief that will serve you better? then no matter what I do, I can't get it done. I get it done. The the problem that comes up with that is I can get it done, but then I, I, I judge those results and say that it still wasn't enough. Okay, so Melissa, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you just a golden nugget here really quick. Okay, okay. I'm going to show you something that's going to help you make belief breakthrough go really easy. It's going to help uh, prevent the tendency to go back into story and let those beliefs take over. Right now, we're in the moment of trying to create a new belief. And this is, this is just a simple choice. So I invite you to do something really easy right now. A release judgment. Just let release that what? judgment all judgment, all shame, all criticism. We are in the here and now, in the present moment. We're not in the past of what you've always done. We're creating and rewriting a new story, right? Okay. So what's that new story you want to write? That title, that new belief, we're going to create a title page right here. Okay, that new belief that you're going to begin writing this new story. I am successful and I create what I need. I am successful and I create what I need. Oh my goodness. Can we celebrate that? Good job. Thank you. Say it again. Yeah, say it again. I am successful and I create what I need. I am successful and I create what I need. Breathe it in. How does that feel? I'm hopeful. Yeah. Yeah, And I just want to jump in on this, Carrie. You're you're doing such a beautiful breakthrough here with Melissa. And Melissa, I just wanted to add to it that you are like every other human being on this planet that finally gets hold of what will make the difference and you want to doubt it because you're past. I get that you have a lifetime of evidence that you're going to give up. But the only thing that can change that track record is you putting faith in a new belief. And I'm inviting you, when we talk about sowing these karmic seeds and the law of the harvest, what you need to hear a thousand times over this next month is this new belief. You get to wake up to it. You get to write it on your mirror. You get to obsess over it. You get to shout it when you're in the car. You get to sing it when you're in the shower. You get to share it with everyone you love and know because you need to start developing evidence no matter how tiny it is 
that this new belief is true. And only then will your new belief grow because you're nurturing it. You're watering it just like a harvest. And, you know, we don't plant an apple seed and get an apple tomorrow. We plant an apple seed and we water it and we take care of it and we water it and we take care of it. And you get to do that for a while until it becomes you and your life is filled with apples everywhere that, that testify of the truth of this in your life. So I need you to create space for this new belief to grow because if the moment you plant the seed, you stop watering it, guess what will happen? It doesn't grow. So I need you to have faith that you're going to commit to this good idea. And by the way, if it feels good, then how long would I invite you to commit to it? For the rest of my life. Yes, not a day, not an hour, not a moment, but for the rest of your life. And by the way, in your heart, when you are convicted by it for the rest of your life, only if a moment has passed, you will then truly begin to get the benefit of it in your life. It's when the universe knows that it can trust you and that after three weeks of opposition or three minutes, you're not going to throw in the towel. Once that universe, once God knows that you're good with your commitment to this new idea, you get to receive the fruit of it. Okay. And can I add something to that, Chris? Please, Kara. So this is for everyone on the call, but Melissa, the foundation, you know, when we're, when we're relating this to the garden metaphor, okay, when we're actually planting seeds in the earth, it, it, reminding us that it needs water, it needs um, soil, it needs sunlight, right? And can we wait a week for... To, to water and nourish our seed? Or do we need to have daily or every other day? There needs to be a consistent daily nurturing and conscious awareness of that seed that you've planted. And consider too, Melissa, and everyone else on the call, that, that the foundation, what your water, your, 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 your uh, soil, and, and your sunlight, the foundation of all of that nutrient is your willingness to consistently choose into believing it's possible. So that faith, that consistent acting upon that faith and just choosing into just bring a consciousness, bring awareness, even just speaking it, that belief is the soil, the sun, the water. That's the foundation. Okay. Okay. You got this. Yeah, Melissa, we totally believe you. And I just want to invite everyone to just kind of take a moment and see what what Melissa did that was so brave. She came on and look at how she was beating herself up. It um, It was like taking one of those tools. You remember in like, olden days when, when certain churches would, would take these leather straps and they basically whipped themselves. And I think it's flagellation, but I, 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 it's kind of risky to say that word because sometimes I pronounce it wrong. <laughs> um, but it's this idea of walking around beating yourself up. It's taking your soul. And how do you really blemish the soul? Well, we, we do it with poor choices. This idea of I screw everything up. I mean, it is so beneath the brilliance that Melissa is. This negative self-talk, it is how we desecrate our highest and best self. And I'm inviting you today with Kara to stop and to do that by installing a filter where you can become aware of what you're saying. And, and even though you're used to saying it and you've said it so many times and it's almost just robotically coming out, today I would invite you to spend some time in meditation and to repeating everything you say twice. After you say it, 
The second time is just to really take a look at it and just ask yourself, do you really know what you're saying? For example, I could say, oh, I'm busy. I'll call you back in a minute. Well, the reality is I'm not going to call you in a minute. Usually that means five minutes or an hour, depending on who you are. Um, just that one little idea, all I'm doing is breaking trust with my integrity, with me, and also the rest of the world who interacts with me. Imagine for a moment that the that is that seeds need very literal sun and water to thrive, and that's because they do. Well, guess what your belief system needs? It needs metaphorically sun and water, and how we do that is by um, by pruning out all of the language that isn't serving us and getting very specific and very literal, and then it's replacing it with accurate language, um, precise language. Say what you mean. Mean what you say. Do what you say you're going to do. And stop abusing words and stop abusing any superlative because those are the seeds of the next part of your life. And while self-defecation and flatulations, um, (laughs) while self-deprecation may seem uh, to some people like uh, something that um, humble people do, or sarcasm is a super powerful way to blemish your soul um, and to blight the energy around you. Um, exaggeration is a gross inaccuracy. Um, negative speaking. All of these have the ability to tarnish your highest and best self. So I'm inviting you to spend an entire day analyzing your language and then choose to spend a week with accurate, positive, present language. And by doing this, you're going to invoke the law of the harvest in the most powerful way because I'm going to plant something today, and the reality is I might look out my window tomorrow, Melissa, and I might not see fruit yet because the seed takes time to germinate and gestate. But I get to stick with a positive new affirmation for how long? Melissa said it well, for the rest of your life. And if we can take that to print to heart today, we're going to be living the law of the harvest so much more powerfully and being peaceful in the present. Kara, do you have a final thought for us? Yeah, I, I've been thinking about, so, so what if you're in a position where you've been planting seeds, you've been doing belief breakthrough, and then you find yourself uh, not seeing the results that you want? And I just want to share some thoughts with you really quickly here before we wrap up. A, the reason for that is either the gestational period is not up yet. Each seed has its own gestational period, okay, its own time, just like it takes a baby from, from the moment of, of conception to birth, it takes nine, you know, 40 weeks, right? And so each seed has its own timeline of when it gets to manifest and when it gets to produce that fruit. So be patient, continue the work, all right? And, and then if another reason that it may not be showing up is it signs that there's still some seeds there that are connected to those rotten fruits that get to be uprooted. So daily, regular belief breakthrough, my friends, and consistently just pulling those weeds out of your garden, making more space and room for those seeds that you are planting is so important. You guys got this. Good job today, Melissa. Kara, thank you so much, and and so powerful. Um, you know, I I love all the people that come up to me and just they brag on you. They brag on what a brilliant mentor and belief breakthrough artist you truly are. Thank you for for investing the time with our tribe today to be on and to share your insights and also to perform 
Such a powerful, quick breakthrough with Melissa, something we're all so capable of. Thank you so much. Absolutely, Chris, and, and thank you for, for providing, for teaching me, for, for giving me the opportunity to, to level up to a level that I never thought was possible. It, it, back when I was in the gym with you and my legs were giving out on me and you're calling me out on all my language, I'm a different person today because you gave me permission to become conscious and aware, and I'm so grateful and honored to, to be a certified limitless mentor at this time. Thank, thank, you. thank you so much. Thank you, Kara. So I'm going to invite everyone before we end the call, let's go ahead and close your eyes and take a nice deep breath in through the nose. Give yourself a nice grounding breath and just stick your hand out and I'm placing something in your palm. I'm giving you the official Limitless Language Police badge. And as you take a look at it, it's sparkly. It's awesome. If you're a man, it's manly and chunky. If you're a woman, it's, it's blinged out. And I want you to take it right now and I want you to go ahead and place it across your left chest. Hook it on there real good. You are now, you have just been deputized. I, Chris Crone, deputize you to be official limitless language police in your life. This is your filter. I'm inviting you to become aware, not to go around and correct everybody, just to become aware of all the language that we use in creating our life and then you totally get to call yourself on the carpet when language isn't what it needs to be. And instead of beating yourself up, you get to point to the badge and just say, I'm the conscious creator of my life. And then choose into your new language. I'm going to do that today, and I'm going to see what things I can find that I can level up and upgrade. And I'm going to invite all of us to do that together. I want to thank Kara again for being on the line. Next week, we are going to be covering one of our next laws. We will be having another one of our certified limitless mentors on the line and we'll be coming the seventh law of conscious creation. Only three more to go, and then we're going to bring it all together by having a powerhouse conversation on manifesting. And I've gone to my leaders, and I'm like, all right, who wants to be on that call with me? And uh, they're kind of pushing each other over, trying to clamor and climb on, because I think it is going to be a beautiful finale to what we've been discussing each and every week. We will get this recording posted so you have it to replay or share with some friends. And know that you are loved. This is your time. This is your life. I'm going to unmute everyone out, and I'm going to invite us to give us a, a great big limitless shout and kick our week off 100% in the right direction. All right, we got everyone unmuted. On the count of three, let's hear a big I am limitless. Are you ready? One, two, three. <laughs> Hi, baby. Quiet. Are you limitless? <laughs> right. Have a great day, everybody. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Love you guys.